0: This is the delivery of your Bush and Ritchie daily takeaway. Uh, enjoy. Hope it doesn't give you indigestion this evening. Uh, you can always uh, place your order. I'm going with this whole takeaway analogy here. Do you do you tip? Do you tip when someone delivers to your
1: house? No. I don't. I don't either. Isn't that bad? No. Is it bad? I think our producer's saying yes. That's bad. Yeah, I maybe it's bad. I feel I felt like I've been visited by the ghost of Christmas Future last Christmas about people when I don't when people deliver and you don't have the change on you. Well, particularly if you bought it online. I, I order online and mm-hmm. they deliver it. You never got any change in the house.
0: I feel bad. Um, why? When I'm stood outside my door and it's often arriving late, why would I tip? That's a good point. I, I, shouldn't, I st- shouldn't feel so bad I'm about stood it. stood, leaning against the dishwasher, looking out the kitchen window, <laughs> thinking, where is this battered car coming down the close with my <laughs> my pizza? That's it. I felt bad about why, it I've already paid through the nose. That's it. I, I feel like a new man. A good point. Anyway, everyone hates us. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the show. <laughs>
2: this is The Daily Takeaway. <laughs> Takeaway. Batten
1: down the hatches, the calm before the storm is home time on a Thursday night with Bush and Ritchie.
0: Feels like it. It feels like it. Hanging on in there this Thursday afternoon. Does that sound like you? It certainly is the case uh, for Bush and I this afternoon. Yeah. Um, it's half term this week for me. It certainly is in our household. Lost count of the amount of dens I've made. Uh, did the supermarket stop this morning but he wouldn't go to the supermarket with that is toy dinosaur that roars. So all the way around the supermarket, Aww. you've got a roaring dinosaur, all uh, the shop assistants.
2: Did you
1: buy the dinosaur or someone buy it for you? Uh, no, no, of no, no, grandad. Anyone who buys a, a a speaking or or a, a toy with a speaker <laughs> in for kids, and it's not their kid, need, needs to have a word with we them. We got so. into
0: the car park. There was a pigeon parked... Uh, not p- pigeon, pigeons don't <laughs> like park, do they? I think they land.
1: Like I say, <laughs> we're hanging on in there.
0: No, I'm going to go with it. The pigeon had parked on a lamppost. He's scaring this pigeon with the dinosaur. They just leave it out. It's a nightmare. Then there was drink on a school night on Tuesday for you and I we had a great night but I'm, I'm 44 now I can't keep doing this the game's gone mate it gets harder then there's the weather tomorrow you're tying everything down in the garden today ahead of it I swear the fence is going to go tomorrow during the day yep. I put money on it I am literally hanging on in there this afternoon
1: I feel the same way I always think there's a direct correlation between how tired I am and how often I opt for a sit down wee <laughs> <laughs> and I say at the moment, like 80%, 80% of all we sit down we's.
0: I swear, if you look in the studio this afternoon, that stool is way closer to my backside than it normally would be because I'm just going to be sitting down so often.
1: So it can't just be us feeling this, though. It I, can't be. I feel like we're good barometers of the, of the national vibe. Yeah. Do you know
0: what I mean? So if you are just about hanging on in there this afternoon... Tell us why. We want to send you positive vibes. Now, we like to think we read the mood of the nation. We're all just about hanging on in there this afternoon, uh, to the extent that I I mentioned earlier, I just picked up a cup of tea. It had just turned. Just gone. Just gone too cold. David's picked up on that. He says, what's your thoughts on reheating tea and coffee in the microwave? I'm a big fan. Everyone else thinks it's disgusting. That is, that's awful. Why would you even do that? (laughs) I'm not sure why I'd want to do that.
1: Weirdly enough, I don't know if anyone watched the Louis Theroux documentary that was on a couple of nights. To go, obviously he's in America again, and a woman who he was interviewing made him a cup of tea. An American woman put the put the cold water in the microwave, microwaved it, and handed it over to him. Like that's completely normal in America. So
0: there was no kettle involved at any t- Nothing, time or
1: point. Wow. Not even reheating an old one like that. No, thank you. This is outrageous. Uh, Dawn says, "Guys, I'm just hanging in there. No bra or hair bobble. Just how she rolls." I'm in a similar situation. Uh, uh, <laughs> Catherine, uh, you're
0: just about hanging on in there. What's
2: up? Struggling with a, a stripper handle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. So you're just about hanging in there this afternoon, but you better explain what that means. You're struggling with a stripper's handle.
2: Yes, I am um, steam stripping wallpaper at the moment.
0: OK, and what's and happened? The,
2: the handle has come off the steam stripper. It can go back on, but it's very temperamental.
0: So how many walls have been stripped? <laughs> One so far. <laughs>
1: Oh man, so it, it's quite good fun stripping wallpaper. It's quite cathartic. When it when it's going your way it's it's good fun, but if things are going against you, like the end of that thing coming off. You are you been swearing at it and calling it bad words?
2: I've not sworn yet, believe it or not, but that's because I've had your music bleeding in the background to stop me. My... <laughs>
0: Oh, bless you. Do you know what? Those steam strippers <laughs> are deadly devices because they are they are great. If you use them properly, the wallpaper will come off easy, no scraping. Yep. But if you leave that thing on there too much, what i found, to my cost, is it's not just the wallpaper that comes off, it's the plasterboard underneath
1: as well. I call it doing a Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I did a Shawshank earlier and I've got a big hole in
1: the wall. Get yourself out of there and put your hands up in the rain. <laughs> Even though we are tired, we had a great time at our board game Bonanza on Tuesday night. Uh, thanks to the lovely people at Day UK playing some awesome board games like Settlers of Catan, Dobble and Dixit, etc. We had a, a brilliant time. It was great to meet so many of you as well. And we've put a highlights video on Twitter and Facebook, so check it out.
0: We had a great time. You can see it, like Bush says, uh, it is part of the reason why I'm hanging on in there tonight. Uh, a night out on a school night early in the week, Tuesday. <laughs> what were you thinking? I don't, I don't know. Uh, but as an aside, there's still people getting in touch with one of the reasons that the day's just going wrong is is, is drinking out of that gone tea earlier on now. Uh-huh. Uh, microwave tea was brought up by someone else earlier. Sue has just texted 81215 to text says my dearly departed dad get this. Used to have a 3 microwave reheat limit on any teas or coffees.
1: I don't want to bespurch his memory but the man sounds like an animal. <laughs> Uh, Darren says Afternoon both I went out on a school night to Villa Park to see the mighty Aston Villa last Wednesday I was so tired when I got back I can't do football like a 20 year old anymore my voice still hasn't recovered and I'm barely hanging on in there uh, Steve says two torn tendons
0: in my left shoulder but this is from a few too many at a work do on December
1: the 3rd 48 years old I can't do it anymore Get the gun That's what I always <laughs> what used to say uh, We've got
2: Ali on the line Ali you just hanging on in there No I've fallen off the edge it's a uh, half term, I'm doing some DIY and I've just put a hole in the new bedroom carpet. Oh,
1: no, what were you doing that ended up with you putting a hole in the carpet?
2: I was drilling through a cupboard door and the drill bit caught in the carpet, and as it was spinning it, ripped the thread out of
1: it. Do you all that smacks off? Because I'm the same, same as you with this, uh, that's like bad preparation. What you should do is like take it to a different part of the house and yeah. drill it properly, but you can't be bothered, you just wanted to put the drill in it now and get it sorted.
2: Exactly, so I've now got a disaster and I've ordered the rug from Amazon.
0: <laughs> oh, that'll work! <laughs> that'll work, yeah. So, um, does your other half know about this yet?
2: No, she's out on the gymnastics run.
1: Wow, OK. Can you get it done? Do you reckon Amazon to deliver
2: before she gets back? Prime. She's probably, she's probably <laughs> listening, so, Joe, if you are, there's a hole in the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
1: I am sick of getting the wrong bin bags when doing the big shop. Sick of it. I did it again yesterday. Uh, and, you know, you, you know the scenario, you do the big shop, there's always stuff around the perif- peripheral, around the edges that you forget. But I was pleased with myself because I remembered, oh, we need bin bags. Yeah. Got what I thought were the right bin bags got home they're the wrong bin bags they're the size of a child's glove <laughs> so you do that thing then where you hang the bin bag just on the the two like the corner of the yeah. bin, it hold about three or four tins or whatever then you've got to go and wait until you can get bigger bin bags and put it in them and you know the reason why this happens so often is that bin sizes are completely convoluted they're in liters yeah. right it's not wine Right? It's not barrels of wine, it's bins. Don't have <laughs> ideas of your delusions of grandeur, do you know what I mean? As far as I'm concerned, this is all nonsense. There should just be two types of bins. Little flappy ones right. that you have in the bathroom. That you yeah. can put, I don't know, those things that you clean your teeth with or whatever, or yeah. floss, I think they call That's it. That's it. Or big bins that you have in the kitchen that you put all your, your household waste in. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So I feel, I feel like we need a revolution. Uh, we need to, a standardisation of bin sizes in the United Kingdom. I'm starting a revolution just
0: two bin sizes
1: just i think i can't think of another reason why you would need a bin size different from little flappy or big standard
0: what about for example your grandparent that's got like a little corner waste paper bin uh, by their armchair where they do their crosswords
1: and they're they're like chucking i don't know sweet
0: wrappers in and that kind little of thing. flappy
1: so, <laughs> all right. little so. tiny flappy bin. It's, it, that's a standard small bin size. Do you know what I mean? They're not putting tons of, uh, you know, landfill in there. Do you know what I mean? Okay, what about, um, I'm, I'm just pressure testing your it's system, fine. all right? If I'm we're going to do a revolution, we need to be prepared before we head You're out there up, and it. stuff.
0: What about that studio bin there, corner bin there, right? That's just, um, that's not a kitchen bin, no. but it's equally not your grandparents' corner bin. That's
1: just a studio bin. I'd say big standard. <laughs> big standard. Because it's, it's up to waist height. Do you know what I mean? This thing with liters—I don't know if if anyone listening to this is involved in in the bin market. Maybe design bins for a living. You can even buy those. Is it called Simple Human? Those bins? Yeah. They're like a hundred pounds, and it'll, it all—it knows when your mind thinks I need the bin to open. It will slowly open. Yeah. But you don't need to be getting involved in any of that. Do you know what I mean? It's it, it, like I said, liters. Who are they kidding themselves?
0: Would I be undermining your system if I told you that I know my kitchen bins are thirty-five liters? I hate.
1: I don't like you for that. That's <laughs> annoying. <laughs> So so knows Who so knows that? Who knows the leaders that they've been? I'm really sorry, sorry. You need to choose, mate. You're either on the revolution or you're out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he knows how many leaders his bin is. <laughs> so, look, if you, if you want to join, maybe we'll, we'll, if I want to radicalise you this evening on the show. If you'd like to come and join us on the revolution, Richie needs to have a long hard think about whether he's in on it or not. I'm open. I'm a sympathiser. OK, well, come and join me. OK and well, let's let's get this let's get our berries on and sort this out once and for all. Uh, initial reaction coming in then to uh, my bin revolution I want I'm calling for a standardization of bin sizes around the United Kingdom because think about it how many times you gone and done the big shop and got the wrong size bin bags because they're in flipping liters which is normally used for wine or soft drinks you know yeah. what I mean
0: I need to clarify my support for you here all right just because I know my bin literage 35 unbelievable doesn't mean that I don't think you've got a point here because the problem is I will go to the supermarket many occasions and I won't be able to find a 35 litre bag
1: oh so there's me thinking that you're not on site yeah, actually no. you're one of these people that has to you you're in the you've I've got 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 the same problem as you i know what i'm meant to be buying just can't find it so what do you do go for too big a bin bag Or well, go it was too ridiculous. big yeah yeah And sometimes you might buy smaller ones and then it's like dangling off the bottom. Exactly,
0: or you've got sort of
1: like, you know, loads of wasted space underneath. I bet you hate that. I hate it. Uh, Emma Jones from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show says, Bush, this is the most sensible thing you've ever said. Tom says, I'd vote for you to be my MP purely on this issue alone. I appreciate your support. Get on board with the revolution. Laura says, I bought wheelie bin bags in error. I was raging. I'll be honest, I have no idea of the size of these things. Carl says, I agree, just one size for bin bags. And then, he goes on to clarify, then carrier bags for them small bins that go near the... The loo that I dare not even look in. Now, how you feel? Stephen has tweeted to say, I've done stock takes at the Wear Tesco's Ritchie. They do have 35 litre bin bags. You just need to ask a member of staff. Well, that's not something that needs to be in the public auditorium, is it, Stephen? You could have just messaged Richie,
0: you know, directly about I'd this. I'd say that's litigious. Uh, is Steve out the revolution? Uh, <laughs> he's got bigger <laughs> problems. Uh, Chris says, bin size isn't the only problem. Bin bags have the strength of a wet tissue.
1: That's the worst. I fume when you get this. It's the worst false economy in the world, though, isn't it? Uh, this one says, I'm so glad for bin revolution. I re- just recently went to buy a kitchen bin. To my horror... When I brought my big kitchen bin, it was actually two smaller bins within one bin, needing double bin bags. Why is this a thing? Why is it two small bins in one big bin? You're definitely onto
0: something. Uh, Laura, are you with us or against?
2: Well, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that I've got this really weird-shaped bin, so I've had to buy 50 litre bags, and I've bought 20 litre bags, I've bought 35 litre bags, and they don't fit, and it's just a nightmare.
1: What kind of bin have you got, then? What, What kind of shape is this thing?
2: It's wider at the top than it is at the bottom, but it's really tall and skinny.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Unlike myself, who is quite short and dumpy. But my bin is tall and skinny.
1: So do you do you buy the wrong bin bags all the time? I mean, tell people through that feeling when you got, get back I home.
2: Got, I have got 12 lots of bin bags underneath my sink, and only one of them actually fits me bin. Unbelievable.
1: This is this is the point of the revolution, Johnny. You You're onto something.
2: Yeah, I am, I'm definitely behind you every inch of the way, so sign my name. On, on the uh, petition that you're sending <laughs> to manufacturers, we must standardise bins, absolutely.
0: Uh, there's always some people who are there to uh, put a spanner in the works. Mark says, Bin? Just hang the bag off a cupboard handle. It works for me, it does drive my wife crazy.
1: What an animal! It's like being on the run. If, yeah. you, if you hang a bin bag like that, you're not sticking around. I, I agree. Uh, Terry says, Bush and Richie, I don't bother with buying bin bags. Every month, I just, listen to this, I just cut the top off a new bag of dog food, <laughs> empty that into the food bin... And use the heavy duty bag as a bin liner, and then he does not finish there, and then tip the waste into the outside bins as needed. He's got a system which works unless you don't have a dog. Uh, look, I reckon we've got enough numbers now to kick off the bin revolution. i thinking maybe, well, we'll set a date, but march through central London, occupy Trafalgar Square, something like that. Just tra- calling for standardisation of bin sizes across the UK, because this whole litres thing is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, some great messages coming in. Emma says, uh, love this movement. It should also apply to sandwich, freezer, ziplock, bags. Bags as well. Didn't realise that was also an issue. <laughs> Matt from Glasgow says, Bush and Richie, I agree with the guy on earlier on that just hangs the bag on the side of the uh, cupboard. Mine is on a sticky hook. Mainly because I can't find a bin I like. Also, what's this chat about a bin in the bathroom? I take the rubbish through to my kitchen. He adds, yes I am single and yes I do live in a one bed flat, but I do agree with you. Jordan,
0: uh, uh, where are you with us on this issue? Oh,
2: I think I'm totally in. Uh, I think we've got to unify the how we
1: close the bin bag as well. Wow, so you'd like to open up a, a new front on this. We're not just talking about bin size. You, you think there should be clarity in bin tying? Yeah,
2: definitely. I'd uh, nothing at hate more than those floppy tassels that are just placed on top and expected to tie up. <laughs> uh, I think the way forward is to go for
0: the drawstring option. 100% Jordan, yeah. I'd always go for drawstring and there'll be times when I haven't checked the label properly. I've bought the 35 litres correctly and then it's the flappy tassels.
1: Isn't it? I agree. Flappy tassel's a little bit like doing a bit of close-up magic, isn't it? You yeah. know the other one where you do, like, a, a knot that then flips open?
0: Well, because sometimes you can overload your, your sack as well, because you don't know Good how, how close you've got to the top. <laughs> if you've got the drawstring, it's, it's kind of like a line in the sand. You know you can't go above it, because
1: you've got to drawstring it. Is that, is that in a nutshell, your, your grievance, Jordan? Yeah, nothing
2: worse than overloading sack, isn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
0: One of the worst things happened over the last two years uh, in my town uh, was uh, Greg's decided that in my town, in uh, where in Hertfordshire, they were going to pull out. And uh, the the Greg's store disappeared, sadly. It's uh, terrible. I, I was awful. I mean, I've had it's a. Ra- Taking you off the map. I've had a rough time with Greg's, right, over the last three or four years because. Locally, in my town, the store went uh, from the high street. And do you remember outside uh, Absolute Radio? Literally. Hun- it was less- four
1: paces. <laughs> it was four paces from the front you could door. Hop. You could hop from our door into their shop it front. It was the
0: busiest Gregs you'd ever seen, right? 7am when those doors opened, all the people coming into Central Soho, working on all these big projects. With that. They're queuing there for their steak bakes and their donuts.
1: Also here, surrounded by ridiculously expensive cafes. So yeah. it was like a haven of normality want it just it get was. steak bake from in there I mean,
0: we, we all know that gregs are like one of the biggest companies in the country and I, I just i find it really strange that two places close to me were closing i'm thinking this doesn't go with everything that i i read around about gregs maybe i am some kind of like a black raven uh bringing them uh, bad
1: uh, bad luck sounds like a super villain but Is i like that
0: ravens that bring bad luck oh,
1: not magpies I was going to call you a Jonah. That's it. That'll do. Or are you an albatross? Albatross. That's the one. Just Nothing like birds. a black
0: raven. In just... fact, I think all <laughs> ravens are the color black. I don't know what even. I... They're suspicious anyway. <laughs> ravens they are suspicious. Anyway, the tide <laughs> is turning because, literally, a couple of streets down, and you won't believe what's about what I'm about to tell you. Dean Street, literally a few streets down from us here in Soho, right? Yeah. Greg's and Primark have opened a store together, selling only Greg's branded clothing. You are
1: absolutely kidding me, Surely. No, no I'm not kidding oh, you. Oh, this is so weird. Someone tweeted me earlier on with a photo of uh, Greg's trainers and yeah. I thought he was just taking the mickey. No, home. no, but no, this, no, no, no no, 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 no,
0: no, no, no. This is a
1: real thing. Uh, I, this is almost like two streams of consciousness overlapping <laughs> for a second. It's like, <laughs> what? I love Greg's. They're yum-yums, all right? I
0: love a yum-yum. Uh, Marks and Spencer's, for decades, were the, the kings of yum-yums. Yeah. Greg's have come in, in there. Blow Marks and Spencer's out the water. That's
1: an amazing thing. What? That's brilliant.
0: Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be heading there tomorrow. Only just found out about it. Greg's
1: and me, the tide is turning. Hope you're enjoying it. Uh, obviously, at time of recording this, we're kind of battening down the hatches at the storm. What's he called, the storm? Uh, Eunice. It's a she. Storm Eunice yeah. is, is working away, knocking garden furniture over up and down the country. It's going to get worse and everything like that. Um, as we kind of go into it, it's been windy for a few days, I just wanted to get the, uh, the kind of lay of the land in terms of salvage rights for what happens if other people's stuff blows into your garden, right? Because uh, you end up with this thing where bins go everywhere. We've ended up with a very, very good uh, recycling box landing in our garden from winds from the other night. I'm thinking, well, no-one's come and claimed it. They haven't got their number stuck on the front. Then maybe it's mine. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is that when I was a kid, my dad had a boat. We had a boat in Brixham. And one night it slipped anchor and floated off. Oh, no. My dad's yacht, which is an absolute nightmare. And uh, most middle-class problem ever. (laughs) My my yacht has slipped anchor. But um, it, it ended up, like... Uh, being rescued by some fishermen in Dartmouth. Oh, right. And they've got a load of money because there's this thing in salvage rights where you end up having to pay them a certain amount of money for finding your boat and keeping it safe for you. Again, salvage rights. I wonder whether there's a similar thing in the world of storms. Just wanted to put it out there. What's the legal thing on it?
0: I think there is a legal thing. Um, I am concerned at the moment uh, because there is uh, a fence to the right-hand side of our garden as you look out from the back of the house. Yeah. And I, I'm specific like that because I think there is legalities to what particular fence is which. There is. And and there is a concerning waggle on the fence at the moment. And this is before Eunice has even knocked on the door. Yeah. OK? <laughs> I'm absolutely certain that fence is going to go in the next 24 hours. What makes it even worse is the neighbour that we share that fence with is skiing in the Alps at the moment. So they're going to come back I swear that fence is going to go in the next twenty-four hours. They'll be like, "What the hell's happened here? What's
1: going on?" So I think I think it's the fence. If you look at your house, I think it's the fence on the right-hand side. Isn't is that right? How it works? The right-hand fence is your fence as you as you look out your back window. Yeah, I know. I, I believe I mean, that's be the... No, no, no. I think that's
0: how no, it is. I, I, you're saying that because you were listening carefully, and you know I've just said the fence on the right-hand side. Well,
1: it might be. It can't be a coincidence. A coincidence, because if you look out our back window, our fence is the one on the right as well. I, if, if people listening to this now, is your fence the one on the right-hand side?
0: Well, going back to your salvage rights, it depends what side uh, that recycling bin has flown in from. If it comes <laughs> in from the left, then I think you can keep it.
1: Well, they, watch this space. There's going to be a court battle. But to get in touch, hometimeatabsoluteradio.co.uk. Please help Richie in terms of how much he needs to pay for the fence to be repaired. Anyone else sick to death of being beholden and at the mercy of the, the scumbag energy companies? They're all the same. They might call themselves um, uh, Spongy Horse or uh, Rubber Duck. But you know what? They're, they're trying to give themselves nice, flight like, cuddly... We're fine names. And they talk to you on email, like, hey, you... Yeah. They start their emails with, hey, you... But they're flipping rubber barons and they're all absolutely yeah. taking us for a ride. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Is, is there no alternative energy source that we can harness that can get us out of this situation? I mean, obviously, I know there's, like, nuclear power and, and I'm not talking about flipping wind farms in Sussex or anything like that. The other stuff. Now, I, I remember reading somewhere, but I can't find it... But I, I remember reading somewhere about a bloke who was driving around in his, in his van on his farm using only vegetable oil. It's doable. Is that a thing? It is doable.
0: I think you can do... I don't think you can do it legally because you have to, like, pay duty to the um, to the Chancellor and that on fuel. But right. But... Mechanically, I I believe that you can put um, vegetable chip fat oil in a diesel car. You can power a diesel car
1: with chip fat oil. Why was no one talking about that during the fuel shortage? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Surely there's other things. Methane, like cows breaking wind and that. I mean, I've got two kids under four... Uh, the, the smells and noises that are in our lounge at the moment. Harness a bit of that, get those two little monkeys involved. Surely, the, just There's surely alternatives, surely. I would quite happily,
0: there's obviously a bit of a Vogue, very famous company that um, uh, you can uh, you can use to have a bike uh, for exercise in your home and all that oh, kind of yeah. thing. I would quite happily do that exercise, uh, but then power that bike back up to the national grid, sit in my lounge, watch telly in the evening, me getting fit, but actually be powering the house for half an hour.
1: It'd be like Wallace and Gromit, yeah.
0: wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, keep going, Dad.
1: The blind's coming up as you pedal faster. (laughs) Surely we've got to be able to do something. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. It is time, of course, on a Thursday for the Hometime Film Club. Uh, This is where Hometime listeners on a weekly basis get in touch with us via email on the show, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, to ask for a recommendation for a film that fits a certain theme or situation. If you've sometimes sat down with a certain group of people and want to hit them the right mark with a certain movie... This this is crowdsourcing the movie to help you out. Claire has emailed this week. Get these emails
0: in throughout the week. We saved them for Thursday. This is a, this is a great one. Uh, Bush and Richie got a great story for your film club. My dad is staying with us at the moment. He's driven over, very excited, in his new car to show us. Oh! He's only got a new car because. His previous one got stolen by a gang and
1: found crashed. Oh, blimey. So that's gone south very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I know,
0: it? I know, I know. It's turned very quickly. But Claire importantly goes on. Here's the ironic thing he hated that old car. He is so much happier with his new one. He loves movies, so I thought it would be cool to get your audience to suggest a good film for us to watch with him. Uh, that has a good heist or theft vibe to it. Ooh. Dad's got a sense of humour. He will enjoy this. Look forward to hearing what everyone comes up with. If you read this out, well, we have Claire. Uh, cheers, Claire.
1: Now that's a that's a great that's a great subject for films. Yeah, heist movies. Yeah, yeah. I might need a bit of time to think on this. So I've got a couple of ideas floating around in my head. Before I give my my recommendation, I, I'm going to need a song. <laughs>
0: Speaking of songs, I have one to start this off with. I'm happy to come back for yours. Do it, do it, do it. How about a film that fits the vibe, that includes a soundtrack that has Loco and Acapulco by the, uh, by the Four Tops, two hearts and a groovy kind of love from Phil Collins? Is it Buster? It is. I don't, I've never seen it. Romantic comedy based on The Great Train Robbery starring Phil Collins. I just
1: remember Phil Collins in a Hawaiian shirt. That's all I remember about Buster. Julie Waters,
0: Larry Lamb and Sheila Hancock...
1: What's not to love? (laughs) What's not to love? Close the whole thing right
0: now. If you've got a film for this situation, 8, 12, 15 for your texts and tweets to Absolute Radio.
1: Trying to work out what movie I was trying to think of. You know, sometimes you just can't remember the name of a Mm -hmm. film or any actors in it. Thought Zac Efron was in it for a bit, but it turned out to be a complete... Zac
0: Efron in a heist movie.
1: It's not Zac Efron. (laughs) The movie I was going to suggest is Hell or High Water. It's got Chris Pine, who's like Captain Kirk in the Star Trek movie. Jeff Bridges as well. Absolutely brilliant. Also going to chuck in the mixer, uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, great movie. Which is a great movie. Bit of a heist angle on yeah. that as well. So there you go. They're, they're my suggestions, finally.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's worth the wait. <sighs> uh, the, uh, the Chris Pine, Zach Efron thing, I'm still getting over. I know. Uh, Nuts. Brendan, uh, tell us, what's the suggestion?
2: Gone in 60 Seconds.
1: <laughs> right. I, I've never seen Gone in 60 Seconds. so I can't get... I, I suspect it's what I feel like it's like.
0: Brendan, pitch it to uh, uh, Bush.
2: Oh God. Um Oh hang on, Little is just about getting a car now, she'll be gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yes. oh, and, and this is
1: um, It's all going on in your car, isn't it? Who who what's your little one called? Who's that?
0: <laughs> <Emma>? <laughs> Where do you start, mate?
2: <laughs> 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 radio. Shut <laughs> 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 up! It is?
0: <laughs> I, look, I, we'll let you get on with the family. It's Nicolas Cage, it's car theft, it's amazing.
2: That, that's the one, yeah, you can't go wrong. <laughs>
1: Can we have a big uh, goodbye, hello, home time, whatever, from your family?
2: Hello! Hello, Emma.
1: Fantastic. <laughs> Chaos in the car, great to have you on board. Thank you. A few people suggesting Baby Driver. This fella's had bad enough time. Don't put him through a terrible movie. <laughs> I love that film. Let's not argue about that. I, it's, it's, it's a bad film. <laughs> it's gone in 60 seconds as well. Same kind, of, same kind of clobber, do you know what I mean? Uh, Peter. Peter suggests The Bank Job.
0: I wa- have you seen The Bank Job? I've no. watched that. Stars Jason Statham.
1: Oh, well, there's the problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do we... Has he ever done we... a good
1: film? Has Jason Statham ever done a good film? Yes, The Bank Job. I've never seen that. It's a great movie. No offence to him, I'd just, I've not seen any good ones yet. I'll buy it for you on DVD. Brilliant. We can sit that and we can watch Baby Driver <laughs> straight afterwards. Let's move off this subject and get a suggestion from one of you lot. I've got Colin on the line. Colin, what are you recommending?
2: It's the original
0: Italian job. Oh, now. Again.
1: Again. So what? what you, what's your view of the modern one? Not, not as good as the original, right?
0: I've never seen the modern one, so I don't know. The modern one's actually not that bad.
1: I
2: know, it's, I know it's Mark Wahlberg or whatever his name is. I can't remember his name. Mark Wahlberg.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not that bad, Colin. But the original is a classic.
2: Yes, yes. It's, 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 it's the comic moment. It's like, it's like when Michael Caine is watching them blow the doors off. He only said, you only meant to blow the doors off.
1: That's right. That's exactly
2: it. And Benny Hill as the mad professor
1: of whatever he is. Oh, yeah, you always forget that Benny Hill is in the Italian job. The the, the,
0: the problem for Benny is that he didn't have a great quote. (laughs) Everyone thinks Michael Caine. I I don't think he ever had any quotes. I doubt
2: if we ever heard him
0: speak in it. Uh, We are reaching the climax of the Hometime Film Club with the the heist and the theft vibe tonight. Uh, Let's uh, speak to one more of you before we make a verdict. Gareth, what are we thinking?
2: It was heat... Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. What a great film
1: that is. What an underrated movie that is.
2: Oh, it is, mate. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Uh, one of the best street-based shootouts I think I've ever seen in a, in a film in my life.
2: It's just, it's got everything. In my eyes, it's got everything. I mean, I agree with that fella before with the Goldman with 60 seconds. That that was the top one for me. But Keith um, is a very close second.
0: Uh, Val Kilmer in there as well. I, yes. I, it doesn't. I mean, spoiler alert. He didn't last the whole thing, but um, <laughs> he plays a big role in it too. De Niro and Pacino get the stardom because of that massive scene at the end and the and the bit in the cafe. It's a great film. Brilliant film.
2: Oh, it is. It is. It's just like you say. It, 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 it's kind of got everything. That whole kind of that um, heist thing. And I think the best scene is when they sat together in the cafe and they have the respect for each other's jobs. Yeah, When you kind of you know it's like we've got to. I know what you're going to do, but at the end of the day, if you get in the way, I am going to kill you. <laughs> Gareth, so. we're
0: we're all having a little bit of love here for heat, um, but you did mention that you agreed with the gentleman earlier on who said gone in sixty seconds. Uh, oh, we need yeah. to make a ruling right now, and I would say Bush by right. volume what's come in. It's that's like a that's like
1: a silly person's film. It's gone in sixty I,
0: seconds. Uh, we don't, I don't want to fall out at the end of the oh. show, and, and Gareth is still with us on the line here. I'm yeah. a massive Nicolas Cage fan.
1: Gareth sounds quite hard as well, so I don't want to mess with him because I've got a feeling he could spark me clean out. But but uh, I, let's, you can't go get, gone in sixty seconds.
0: I tell you what, Gareth can decide between the two. Gareth, you decide. One of those films is the film tonight. Which one is it?
2: Gone in sixty seconds. Oh, <laughs> Gareth,
1: <laughs> I, th- I thought I thought better of you, Gareth.
2: <laughs> well, it's got everything a bit of kind of it's it, its funny more than anything and obviously a, a starring role with um with Vinnie Jones I mean, who can't like a film with Vinnie Jones? In.
1: It's half term my daughter Erin has been silently sitting in the corner of the studio whilst we've been doing the show this evening I think bored out of her mind she doesn't realise how lucky she is, right? Because my dad was a com- computer programmer so I used to go in and work with him can you imagine what that was like? Green screen computers like that War Games movie.
0: My dad was an accountant, I used to have oh. to go in, and if I was waiting for him to finish work, I had to do photocopying.
1: Oh, this is But unbe- Kids these days don't know they're born, but we're going home.
2: This is The Daily Takeaway. Daily
1: Takeaway. I'm just saying the truth at the beginning, by the way. I know, we're, we're still talking about this now, about tipping. Uh, I feel, I do feel quite bad. I feel like we need to kind of rally at the end so people like us. I tip in restaurants. Okay, yeah, me too. Me too. So, it's just the delivery thing.
0: I don't tip for my haircut and I don't tip for delivery (laughs) of takeaway.
1: This just gets worse and worse with him, doesn't it?